to the NXT Podcast, your home for weekly NXT reviews and insight. The beautiful part of NXT is that when one dream ends, another dream begins. Find all of your NXT news, recaps, and analysis right here. So with that being said, we only have one question for you. Are you We thought so. Let's get the show started right now. All right, everyone. This is Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. And uh, we're going to do a review on the uh, 30th here of uh, the NXT show. Getting ready for the special event. I did not say it. Coming up this Sunday, Worlds Collide. And uh, they, they, man, they just jumped right into it with uh, Grayson Waller and Apollo Crews getting right into this, the first match. And it was a, a great match. Um, and the theme of the night seems to be old timers coming back. You remember when uh, maybe you were in high school and, and a, a kid that had graduated and come back like uh, his second year of college and he'd come back like he was something and that's kind of what these guys are doing tonight. So it's a it's a class reunion kind of night. Uh, so, but anyway, this match, man, Grayson and Apollo put on a great match, and there was a little old school in this also. So I was pretty happy about that. Uh, and man, Apollo has still got his hops. Uh, you know, man, at one time he did a standing suplex with Grayson that was. I'm sure it wasn't a minute, but it was uh, close enough to make you think it was a minute, you know, and that seems to, to be a little bit of a, 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 a theme, uh, along with screaming. What, what, what's up with everybody going, ah, you know, and all that? I mean, I understand one or two people in a, in a night, but it's getting a little carried away. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this match was a good match. Uh, 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 gra- the Apollo had control of this match. Until um, they go into, I believe, uh, I believe he was going to do a a, um, uh, a press uh, a press slam, and he gets poked in the eye. No, he was actually it was it was some kind of move going off the ropes, is what it was. And Grayson, it makes it look like it's, a, it's an accident that uh, that he uh, pokes him in the eye, and uh, so <laughs> you know they. Uh, go, you know, Apollo gets out of the ring. It's a little time delay. There, I believe they go to a commercial, and it, everything's cool. But he gets back in the, you know, right before they come back from commercial, he gets back in the the ring, and and Grayson, Mister Waller, uh, he proceeds to put a butt whooping on him, and uh, there's knees and elbows coming where he does a Dan, uh, Brian Danielson, uh, and he hit the little. Uh, elbow to the side of the head uh, that seems to be real popular nowadays but uh, uh it was it was uh, uh, uh elbows and knees for a while even grayson even walked the second rope not the top rope but the second rope and did a uh, michael jordan in between the legs tracy mcgrady slam elbow on him so uh you know it was it was it, you know he had control of the match but then Apollo makes a comeback. Everything looks like it's going to go Apollo's way. Apollo's going to do another press slam. You know, he kind of grabs the rope, and just before he does, there's a little poke to the eye. Again, he rolls him up 
and uh, Mr. Waller gets the win. And uh, it was a good match, good match, solid match. Timing was good, man. You know, I, 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 I can't say anything bad at all. We go uh, straight into a promo, a little promo uh, with uh, Miss uh, Satamora, um, Miko Satamora. Uh, and she explains that, uh, you know, she's, you know, not a newcomer. She's just a newcomer to NXT since she's been, well, uh, with the European title, that is. Um, you know, she's actually been wrestling, you know, she states in her promo, uh, 27 years. So, and she claims her biggest title is the European, you know, the NXT European title. So, um, you know, she is the uh, final boss, the final boss. And that's it. That's the final word on that. Uh, And they go into, all right, they go into a Creed Brothers, uh, um, uh, getting ready for the match and uh okay you know i, I can't say um anything bad uh about this setup here okay i'm sorry i was reading a little bit of the notes but yeah they go into um uh, uh a promo here and uh it's dk and uh, uh and uh the creed brothers and they're talking and they're getting everything and then you get roderick strong comes in with he's trying to prove he's got something on his phone he wants everybody to look at and uh so yeah and then you get uh paxley and ivy nile that come in and uh you know pretty much they say to the creed brothers you know stop being petty and uh that's their little promo good little promo uh everybody solid in there so and then you go to braun and it ends up being finn balor uh you know the uh uh, the man, the myth, legend, and he is there to give, and this is the reoccurring theme that I was speaking of earlier. Uh, it's the old, you know, the guys that were champs and, uh, are coming back to tell them to unify the belts, unify the belts. And in the old days, you know, that was a big deal when you had somebody would buy a territory and they, that, they could use that for a month. They were un- unifying the belts always going to be a big tournament and everything like that. So uh, that's Finn telling him, look, man, you know, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, never underestimate uh, the moment and your opponent. Pretty strong advice. And then they go straight into uh, the ladies champs, Caden Carter and katana chance and they're going against ivy nile and uh and uh tatum uh, paxley and uh so that match is a solid match and man i don't know what nxt is doing with some of this young talent as far as uh getting them in shape but uh zoe looks like a million bucks and then ivy ivy's always been in shape because she you know of her background but man, she looked solid. You know, she's got like the eighteen pack going on there, and just and her this whole the, all right. The ladies' champs are good. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't have the belts on them unless unless they have moved up that far. And I've seen them move up, and and I agree totally. Uh, but man, Ivy and and Paxley look good. But Ivy really, really looked good. Her. Uh, Dean Malenko rap, um, uh, mat work was good. 
uh, I mean, the champs, they look like the old midnight express, you know, um, the way they were doing moves off the rope, doing spring moves. Uh, and I mean, they, they look like they're a polished, like, well, like they're supposed to look, they're the champs. And, uh, but I mean, some great work, um, let me see here. Oh, and, and this whole match, also the theme of it was that Toxic Attraction was uh, was watching. You know, so they 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 go through. And here is something that w- was bothering me on this, uh, and and this is where it started. Well, yeah, this is pretty much where it started. Uh, Vic and and uh, and uh, Wade Barrett there um, overselling, overselling. Uh, yes. Uh, you want people to subscribe to uh, the Peacock Network or whatever uh, platforms they're using for this, and and I, I agree that you should. I mean, they're both professionals, and and normally, man, I think the banner between both of them is great. I think that they do a fantastic job, but today when uh, these ladies were going at it, they were over talking them. They were talking about toxic attraction the whole time. Or, you know, or something else. But this match was a banger match. These ladies just wore it out. I mean, the champs looked fantastic, you know. And they looked more toxic than toxic attraction as far as their their uh, uh, ring in-ring work and, and everything. I mean, uh, it, they, it was a great match, uh, you know. And... Uh, toxic, of course, has got to get involved and, uh, uh, and, you know, and it causes, you know, the, a distraction. They go after Ivy, uh, and then the next thing you know, uh, they're, you know, they're, uh, getting rolled up. The champs are rolling them up for a pin, uh, you know, but, you know, I, well, okay. Well, anyway, this is what it was setting up. This whole thing is. They end up winning, and they the, the champs go into a, a little bit of a promo mode, and uh, they're pretty much saying, "Hey, you know, we've done beat everybody, and we're just going to have like a uh, tailgate." I th- they didn't. That was what they should have referenced. They should have just said, "We're going to tailgate," uh, but they said, "We're going to party in the parking lot instead." And then you hear, which I thought it was the Viking Warriors, but it was a, a dewdrop. You hear this, and uh, and it's a uh, dewdrop coming out, and uh, of course she's got her sidekick, uh, Nikki Osh, uh, almost a superhero, uh, and they come out and and you know I really like Nikki back in the day, but uh, just all right, but uh, dewdrop, you know, did some good mic work, and uh, they said that pretty much they they wanted a title since they didn't have a match and. Uh, uh, they they were gonna you know have a match at Worlds Collide. Uh, they did the little friendly shake uh, at the end where they kind of pull them a little closer and where they're kind of like whispering, going, you know, from our view it should be, you know, um, you know we're gonna whoop you, we're gonna take those titles, uh, and uh, in all actuality it was probably, you want to go get something to you know eat after work, you know, after we get through here or something, you know. Uh, but that match was. Uh, uh, well, it was good, man. Uh, as I said, these, these ladies just kicked, kicked butt. And for them to be talked over um, about a tag team that's trying to break into uh, the main roster, which they looked okay 
when they were on there, but they didn't. It wasn't their most shining moment, you know. And uh, Dewdrop's kind of got that that badass attitude, you know. <laughs> you know, I like uh, the uh, the persona she's taken. Um, and uh, now Nikki, she could she could do something. I don't know what. But the champs looked fantastic. Uh, and uh, it what, what now I'll tell you what it was when uh, the champs went to walk away. The, the ladies uh, pulled them back together. That's what I, I kept thinking. I'm leaving something out on this. But anyway, they go from there. They go into a Kiana James promo. And uh, she's in some big office building, KJ on the desk and all this stuff. Uh, and um, it's like she's a big time uh, uh, businesswoman or whatever. Uh, and uh, she's explaining that pretty much Zoe is a liability <laughs> said she was so beat up from the last time the last matches and everything and you know of course she smacked old nikki lines upside the head i believe with that purse too so uh you know she's got the the loaded purse you know back in the day you had uh, randy orton's dad he would have a, a cast on his arm for like four years <laughs> so miss james has got the uh has got the he um uh the loaded purse uh but she's setting up for the the match coming up later uh on in this card and they go to joe gacy and dyad doing a promo and of course they're still talking about cameron grimes cameron grimes cameron grimes and, and you know i got you i mean that's I, i'm not hating but they're really pushing this this angle pretty hard pretty hard trying to make you know him become part of the flock or their uh whatever they call oh wait a minute wait a minute there's they used the word uh schism schism yeah i'll have to look that up sounds like you know something you you know do after you sneeze what happened to him he schismed uh but uh they uh you know go into there he's offering to uh cameron grimes to come join so uh, they go to a commercial and everything. And when they come back, they got uh, Carmelo and Trick pulling up. And uh, they're they're mad. They're not on the card. The North American champion is not on the card. And uh, he pretty much is going to let everybody know that, you know, he's a little ticked about it. He should be. But if you're not going to include him, uh, screw you. Uh, and, uh, you know, and Trick... Look, being, you know, the name is Memphis Mark, and uh, being from Memphis, uh, the, the, the trick had on a Memphis shirt, uh, in a sense. Uh, he had on a Whoop That Trick, uh, which is also a song sung by old white people and young kids at the Memphis Grizzlies game. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, every game, uh, unless they're getting killed, uh, there's a point in the game where Whoop That Trick comes up. And uh, what better way to have a family bonding than have your kids and your grandmother singing whoop that trick. Uh, but uh, anyway, the, uh, they go back to after the uh, little uh, promo there. That schism. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. You schismed. Uh, but uh, Gacy's back with uh, Dyad and they're giving him an award. You know, they're kind of like on the Olympic pedestal, I guess you would say. And uh 
they all got microphones, which when that came, when they came back in, I was like, whoa, everybody's hot mic. All right, so everybody's got a stick in their hand. Let's see what they can do. And, of course, Gacy does great mic work. You know, I mean, you can't say anything about that. And, of course, he's still offering <laughs> them to to come back. But uh, uh, he's he's going to reward Dyad for beating, uh, uh, you know, the, or winning the last match. And uh, so I'm expecting, you know, maybe a, 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 an award like a medal since they were on the Olympic pedestal type. You know, you know, I'm talking about the gold medals up here, the silver medals out here, and there's one more step down. But no, he walks over to a uh, bistro table with a real cheesy velvet cloth on, and he's got some uh, happy, uh, you know, the little smiley face, uh, the yellow with just a smiley face, as simple as it can be, and he gives them both a pin, a smiley face pin, and uh, I mean, what 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 more could you ask for? And then Diane gets to do a little. Thank you, thank you, you know, thank you, uh, you know, Mr. Geis. I mean, just, you know, schism, schism everywhere. Uh, so they, uh, uh, <laughs> that threw me off. I had a little schism attack. Uh, but uh, so, you know, they keep talking about Cameron. So, you know, you know what's going to eventually happen. You're going to hear that music, which I like Cameron's music. I'm sorry. Uh, it's got a little, you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I thought they would have modernized, uh, AJ Styles music by now because of some of the lyrics in it. I thought they, you know, with everything else in society going on, I thought maybe that, but no, everything's cool. So that's great. But, uh, before Cameron comes out, what brings him out is they've got a picture of him on, on like a bar stool in there and they're talking to that. So why just talk to a picture when you can throw the, uh, the Grimes meter up on there, the stock meter up and uh, see him going to the top but he does come out kind of dapper but very somber very uh you know like mm, he just lost a a friend or he just broke up with his girlfriend or you know that little uh you know I'm vulnerable that you know that's what he's trying to do he's trying to look like he's meek and vulnerable uh and that's what Gacy wants but uh, he pretty much says, no, man, uh, you know, I ain't going to join, uh, goes to leave before he, you know, bust a cap on him. And uh, then uh, right when he goes through the rooms he or goes through the ropes, he's reminded, where are you going to go to your family? Don't have any. Your dad, you don't, you, you know, brings the dad into it. Well, at that point, Cameron goes back in and we start with the throwing of the punches and uh it's you know th this whole uh, setup is good I'm, i've got no problem with it uh and and, and i'm not going to call we're not going to call uh uh anybody a uh, a cheap version of the miz or anything like that so i'm not going to say that somebody might be trying to little do a little modeling of the fiend uh mr wyatt but uh you know it, it He's got something good there. I just think that they need to uh, do a hair bit more uh, with some other people or, or something like that. Him controlling Dyad after, you know, uh, Cameron pops both of them and, you know, they get thrown out of the ring and he stops. 
the retaliation, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm giving my heart to you. I'm trying to show you. It's just getting a little too much. Uh, so uh, from there, they go into a rocks. Oh, yes, that's right. They go into uh, Roxanne Perez, uh, a video of her out on a beautiful lake. Uh, uh, I hate to say that it looks a lot nicer than Mullet Manor on the lake there, but, uh, I mean, they're in a beautiful spot. And, of course, she's going on again about uh, we won the titles and uh, and uh, we were on cloud nine pretty much. And then she turned her back. And then I had a chance to get her after she hit me with the belt and cost me everything. I had a chance to get her with her own, you know, cane, her own stick, and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And then what happened? She gets her butt whooped by her with the stick, and the lesson is learned. And, you know, uh, they're setting up for the show, and I hope that after this uh, we are done with the the, uh, whining videos there, the whining promos. I think we've had enough of that. But uh, after that, they go and they've got uh, they've got uh, uh, Fit Finley, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. You know, he's walking around with a big, nice, fat uh, uh, iPad, and he goes up to Tyler Bate and he's pretty much saying, "Hey, it's got somebody wants to talk to you, man." And there they go back into the old timers. I call them old timers. Well, I guess some of them could be, uh, and there's some of the the. Uh, SmackDown and the Raw roster guys uh, come back. So who is on the iPad? Who is on the iPad? Because if you hadn't seen this, you don't know. And if you have, then you don't really care. But it is a Butch. Yes, Mr. Butch. He is on the iPad. And he's, you know, pretty much telling this is the working man's title. And, uh, you know, I've stood next to Mr. Finley uh, before. He's, you know, a little shorter than me, but... I didn't realize the scale of uh, of a uh, Tyler, Mr. Tyler Bate. Uh, he's great in the ring, and I mean his work is great. But uh, when he stood up against you know Fed, I was like, oh wow, you know he's not that big. And then we'll mention him a little later when somebody else comes out, and it's like really like whoa, is this three day or something? Do I need some glasses? But uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, Butch goes on and tells him in a non-aggressive manner. <laughs> he doesn't have a damn hat on either. Uh, but he goes on to tell him, man, it's the working man's belt, the hard man, or the hard work uh, that goes into this belt and everything. So uh, win, the, win it and unify it with the uh, European title. And then they go into a mix tag team match. You've got the champs. Uh, you got Brooks and uh, Josh. You got Mr. Jensen and Mr. Briggs. And they've got uh, Miss Henley with her, Fallon. And uh, they're going against Lash Legend, the ex uh, NBA or WNBA player and pretty deadly, Kip Wilson and Elton Prince or Prince Elton. Or <laughs> anyway. Uh, and man, look, pretty deadly. Uh, some people kind of get down on them. Um, they carried a lot of this match uh, somewhat. I mean, they are they are just that good. Uh, and Lash is getting there. She showed me some, uh, you know, some progression and 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 uh, showed me that she is moving forward. Uh, Miss Henley uh, definitely is getting better, you know. But uh, at one point, 
uh, Lash has got her in, uh, like she's going to go for a fallaway slam. So she's got her up, you know, off the ground, of course, uh, vertical and, uh, like she's getting ready to pick her up and either slam her or do a fall away. And she just rubs her head in between the ropes. Like it doesn't really do anything, but it, I'm guarantee if you were live, that would look cool as hell. Uh, but this match is, is pretty much at the start of it is, uh, is lashes controlling the match and, uh, and doing a little, a little whooping. Uh, and, and Henley is, is, is good. She has her moments in this. She does a, uh, you know, she ducks a, a couple punches and then, uh, uh, takes Lash over the top rope and jump, does a little dive out onto her and Lash does a great catch. Uh, but she comes up hollering. I mean, I mean, I understand somewhat of it, but I'm just, you don't, you don't just keep hollering. I mean, I wonder if people just walk around like they're at Subway or somewhere and, and, and somebody goes number 42 and they go, wow. You know, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. But anyway, um, we, when the guys get in there, uh, they start pounding on like, uh, you know, get me a guy in here. And of course, Miss Henley has to put a little slap on pretty deadly. And, uh, and, uh, uh the, the, the guys, when they, they go at it, uh, of course, you know, pretty deadly is going to put on a good show, but man, uh, the champs are really looking good and they're just so big and thick. Uh, like, uh, like Gunter, uh, Gunter looks normal for his size. He just looks like a normal size person. And that's what these guys are too, but they happen to be like six, six or six, seven or something like that. They just normal size for, for that size. And, uh, man, they did some, the, some great moves. They, the, uh, the knee drops or whatever that they constantly did on pretty deadly, I, I thought was pretty good. And, and I want to also thank, uh, Mr. Jensen for not wearing the jorts. Uh, he didn't wear his tribute to, to, uh, stone cold, his jorts, uh, with his boots. Uh, so that was pretty good. And, and at one time when they, uh, they had thrown pretty deadly over the rope, you know, they're setting up for a, uh, uh, somebody to go over the top rope. But uh, they uh, uh, they get pretty deadly over, and then they they scoop Lash over, and then the way they scooped uh, Miss Henley up and threw her her over over, they didn't pick her up and sling her. They didn't do any of that stuff. They kind of scooped her up and uh, and 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 took her over on the on the the, the crew outside, and they of course did a great job. Uh, but this match was. Uh, a good back and forth match. Uh, you know, um, what do we have here? Uh, let me see if any particular notes I got here. Um, anyway, it was a great back and forth match. The, the champ showed me a lot more cause pretty deadly, uh, has, has proven their point. They, they could be called up to the, they're triple a and they're hitting three seventy five. They're, they're close to being called up to the big time to, and so, um, uh, at one point in time, they've been working on the champs on, uh, on, I believe it was Jensen. They'd been working on him constantly. Yeah, that's what it was. Cause he's used to wearing the jorts. So I guess, uh, his boots weren't, uh, prepared for the extra sweat. <laughs> they were kidding. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it made his boot, um, come off and he was able to, uh, almost get the tag and, and at one time, uh, I believe it was his partner actually, uh, to make a tag when he was desperately in needing a tag, you know, one of pretty deadly is on his back and he walks him over 
and makes the tag, which I thought was pretty impressive. But, man, when these, these guys in these purple and whatever outfits they get on, when they start rolling, I, I mean, it, it took me a while to get over those tops that the guys wear. I just, it was, it was just rough on me, but that I, you know, it's their, it's their look. They, they pull everything off. I mean, I thought they, you know, this whole match was another banger and, and, uh, you know, so anyway, they, uh, uh, the, uh, the match is the boot comes off and, uh, uh, and the, but there is a tag made and, and it looks like the, the tide has turned and, uh, but, the crowd reacts, and who comes out? Hmm. Let me see. Who are they feuding with, and who's feuding with everybody trying to build a name up? Oh, it would be Gallus. Gallus, yeah. Here they come out, and uh, they make a distraction, you know, and do their little deal. And uh, I believe it was Joe, Joe Coffee. Um, he ends up with the boot somehow. I don't know. Uh, if uh, if he's uh, uh, where that fell off, if he just naturally goes for any kind of boot ring wear that's laying around, but he picked it up and uh, nails uh, nails one of the champs, and uh, they roll him up, and pretty deadly wins the match. And uh, so, I mean, look, these these guys are putting on some great shows, and we're going to be seeing them in the future. Um, on Monday nights and Friday nights. Uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, the roll-up and the ending of this match was was fantastic. Uh, Lash had uh, Henley over to the side. And, of course, uh, they all start uh, uh, banging and raising Kane. And uh, so you got Gallus in there and pretty deadly. So the English group uh, that are all like, man, thankful that they got a job before they closed the company. They're all jumping on uh, uh, the champs, you know, on uh, Briggs and Jensen. So uh, security comes out. They they get everything up. But they go straight into Mandy Rose. And she's on the phone trying to figure out where Toxic Attraction is. And who shows up but Miss Basler? Yeah. Yeah. The badass herself. She shows up. And uh, she pretty much, Mandy lets her know, hey, I'm getting ready to break your record. And, uh you know, Basler kind of let her know that, look, everybody knew I was a badass, but uh, you, uh, you know, we're not, uh, <laughs> we're not really sure uh, when you're a badass or not. Uh, and so that's a that's a pretty good promo. She, you know, she pretty much tells her don't screw it up. And then JD has to come out and do his uh, his promo, uh, and the, and he refers to Wesley uh, being uh, saying he was creepy. And uh, JD in this is starting to remind me of Raven. I don't know if anybody remembers Raven, uh, but uh, uh, Raven was great. He was extremely like a Mensa uh, student in school and very smart, and his mic work was legendary. Uh, but, uh, you know, he cuts a good little promo, and then they go into Andre Chase. Chase University. And it's uh, Chase against uh charlie dempsey and you know what i did not know before uh last week i didn't know a ton about charlie and uh i have to say i am thoroughly impressed uh i believe he had some training or at least they claimed that he had some training with who was it billy robinson but you know i mean uh, very famous in uh for years and years in europe 
Uh, and, we, and famous over here too. He was great. Uh, but uh, he puts on an old school Stephen. If you ever go back and, and see uh, Stephen Regal when he was actually breaking into some of the ter- territories, it really didn't matter which territory uh, because uh, he he worked most of that act and all of them. But man, he he was uh, uh, he gave me a little bit of a glimpse of him. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, it was an old school match, uh, and, you know, Charlie got to, they got to use, I mean, their mat work was good. They were going tit for tat and chase always looked like he was happy to reverse or happy to counter where, uh, uh, Charlie was always, you know, the aggressor in this. And man, at one point, um, they're, they're doing a flip back and forth and Charlie gets him pinned back. And, uh, they, he flips around him like a fish. And at one time they almost do like a fiend <laughs> backwards kind of while their hands are locked up. So, uh, and, uh, and, and, and to tell you the truth, man, Dempsey remind me a little bit of Terry Funk, that look, that young Terry Funk, but, uh, you know, Chase got to use his, this is a teachable moment, a moment. And, uh, and then, uh, he got to do his stomp and, uh, and all that good stuff. And then apparently Haywood was trying to help him out, trying to get through, uh, uh, a, a, uh, submission hold that he, he had on him and it pissed Charlie off and, uh, Charlie goes out and, and, uh, does a gut wrench suplex on, uh, on him on the, on the pads outside, knocks Haywood out of it, gets back in and gets rolled up and Charlie gets the win. So Chase University, uh, comes back, uh, and, and look, I'm going to tell you, uh, we haven't heard the last of Charlie Dempsey. This guy is going to be written into some good uh, storylines. If they use him correctly, he is that old school Dean Malenko, that old school, I mean, just attacks you straight off. He reminds me a little bit. He could be tagged with somebody that could be like uh, Olin and and, uh, and and Gene Anderson, the Minnesota, original Minnesota Wrecking Crew. I mean, uh, that was, uh, he could be, the, the sky's the limit for this kid or this young man, uh, that's for sure. Uh, and they go, uh, the, the legend comes out and does a, uh, Satomura, uh, does a little promo with fire, 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 and fire says, just win. And she pretty much says, yeah, what the hell do you think I'm not? Uh, and then they go into a Zoe Stark match and, uh, I got to turn my pages, got to turn some pages, turn the page, because here I go, uh, uh, but Zoe and, and Miss James, uh, look, and Keanu, when Miss James does uh, 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 look the part, uh, pretty girl, but I mean, her midsection, her legs look good, it looks like her cardio has to be good, oh man, I forgot, after, at the start uh, the fire and they did their promo. They went to a commercial and, uh, they announced that Zoe and, and Miss James were going to have a match, but I cannot forget, uh, that, uh, they had, uh, Tyler, uh, and, uh, uh, Gunter, uh, standing there and Gunter reminds him that, you know, they'd had like a 45 minute match back somewhere in, in Europe and, and that, uh, European wrestler, uh, is depending on you, you know? Uh, so, but, uh, Gunter is so much freaking bigger. <laughs> it's 
But anyway, that was a good little, uh, Gunter did a great job on that. But anyway, we'll go back. We got Zoe Stark and Kiana James. And uh, as I was about to say, the fitness that they've got these girls in is just amazing. Zoe's, I mean, I've been ranting on her about how great, her, you know, she looks. And uh, and and, uh, and Miss James does too. But uh, Zoe pulled off some like some Rey Mysterio type moves in this match and and at one point man Zoe does like a Kenny Omega uh going into the ropes here I go uh that little thing he does were like the superhero and uh this pretty good match uh the, you know right towards the end when Zoe's got her you know she's pretty much you know in the promo earlier uh, she was said that she was a liability so she reminds her of liability my mm-hmm and uh, uh, Zoe wins the match. Uh, then they'd go to a promo with uh, uh, Blair Davenport, and uh, and and I'm really high on her. I think she her in ring work is great. Her mic work seemed pretty good there. But who's the old schooler that shows up? It's Rhea Ripley. Rhea, Miss Ripley comes out and the history maker herself, and it's a good little promo. And uh, and uh, Rhea pretty much just tells her, "Don't screw it up." <laughs> so then comes pretty much the last match of the night they do a couple promos after this but it's the gallus uh you know it's uh uh joe and, and mark coffee and wolfgang and uh the creed brothers and with dk and uh and i gotta say man gallus now that i've been watching them a little bit more and more they they also remind me of like a, a ole and gene uh anderson and the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, but they also remind me of the Sheep Herders before they were comical. When they first joined and they were first around, the Sheep Herders were some violent, I mean, just, you know, out of control type guys. And it was, they were really, really good. But uh, uh, that's what they reminded me in this. And, uh, and, and of course, my God, Julius and Brutus, man, they're beast. What they can do, you know, is just, oh. And for uh, a Wolf, I think it was Wolfgang uh, was uh, doing a hip lock or something, and Brutus landed on his feet. I mean, Kemp, uh, some of his uh, work on the ropes just, I mean, wow. You know, but then they've got Roderick Strong comes out with his phone and, uh, uh, you know, and so you got uh, uh, DK running out, stomps on his phone. There's distraction, and what happens? He gets rolled up, uh, and then you you know, uh, it, it, it's just it's it, 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 I, I the match was good. Do not get me wrong, the match was good, but uh, I just didn't I didn't like the 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 end of that. And they do a couple promos. Uh, right here at the end that are um okay and then uh of course after that you've got uh braun and champa uh well braun's in the locker room uh looks like he's you know just been watching the match and excited and then uh, somebody just sets a chair down and it's champa and he explains to him how important to the brand and everything is and and then you, at the end, you've got a quick promo that they end with that's a, a mellow and trick out there telling everybody how unsatisfied they are that they're not in the uh, pay, or in, oh, I almost let it slip in, special event. Um, and they go back and forth. There's a loud boom, and who comes out but Ricochet. And uh, Ricochet, they have words. Ricochet's mind work was okay. 
you know, and uh, of course he ends up having to put his hands on them, and they're setting up a match for Worlds Collide. All right, guys, that's pretty much, uh, I believe that's going to be it. I was a little mad that they oversold, you know, uh, everything. I, I didn't like that. Um, but other than that, banger show, great. And uh, I can't wait to see this Sunday what we got going on. Uh, I was going to start doing uh, some viewer emails. I got some very interesting ones. Uh, very to say the least, but I did get, uh, some, um, some ones that was, that was, uh, asking for the, you know, w uh, what kind of match to start off with to, uh, to understand some of the old school that I'm referring to. And I always have to go back to old reliable and that is the Tupelo concession stand. Um, uh, it's bare bones. Uh, it's a great match. Uh, I mean, you can always go back and catch out some Bruno San Martino or something like that, some older matches, and, and learn how it's per jump in. Or you can jump in in the uh, Attitude Era. Uh, that I mean, just anything like that. So uh, just watch. Just watch. Uh, so, guys, uh, that's going to be it on that. We're, uh, we're going to, to get out of here now. So always remember to rescue if you can, to spay and neuter. And this is Memphis Mark. And I am out. listening to the wwe podcast don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time